Hello friends and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss and discover mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today we're taking a trip to 1965 with the Hollies and their third studio album, the appropriately titled Hollies. Let's take a little listen to opening number, The Very Last Day. But the judgment falls on all mankind when the trumpet sounds the call. Released in September of 1965, Hollies marks a step forward for the group, but also a little bit of a step back as well. Their previous album was mostly original compositions, but here those are outnumbered by songs written by people from outside the group, including covers and publishers office tunes as I like to refer to them. However, the album is still chock full of some wonderful little gems. And interestingly, upon its original release in the UK, the mono mix was the only one issued. Much like its previous album in the Hollies style, a stereo mix wasn't immediately done or issued until a tiny bit later, and maybe currently for this album actually, and only to be issued in Europe at the time. In the UK, the stereo mix would later be issued in about 1969, I believe, on the budget price EMI Starline label under the title Reflection, though the labels do still denote it as Hollies, with an alternate and rather dark looking cover. Outside of this though, the stereo mix is one that was very standard for EMI Studios in that late 65 period, where it was kind of thought that, oh, we need to make these stereo mixes compatible with mono players as well. So everything is just panned off to the left and the right with nothing in the middle, and the vocals are therefore separated completely from the main backing track, making quite an uneven balance, but it does lead to some fun separation games you can play. Outside of this though, there are some nice mixing differences that do arise throughout the album, and immediately from the first track we get a good grasp on one of the most notable of these. And that is the wonderful Peter Paul Mary cover, Very Last Day. On the guitar, especially in the intro, there is significant echo in mono and some additionally on the lead vocal. In stereo, this mix is overall much drier, especially that intro guitar and the lead vocal which does still retain some of the ambience, but most of this is removed when one compares it back with the mono. However, due to the separation and maybe the reduced echo, the stereo does retain more clarity. Let's play the intro first in mono, and then again in stereo so you can get a feel for the way this differs and then we'll move into a more busy section of the track and start with the mono and move to the dry stereo everybody's gonna pray on the very last day and again in stereo Everybody's gonna pray on the very last day when they hear that bass. And now for the body of the track to give you a fuller flavour. Let's start with the mono and again in stereo. Well, you can sing about the great King David and you can preach about the wisdom of Saul. But the judgment falls on all mankind when the trumpet sounds the call. It's a stereo. All equal and the same when the 
difference during the fade in the right hand channel interestingly there's a little clicking of sticks like they're being put down this is a bit odd as the drums are panned over to the left and it sounds like this is coming from Bobby Elliott the drummer but it's obviously panned over to the vocal channel either way this is completely absent in the mono mix therefore making it one that I thought I should definitely raise here. So let's hear that first in stereo and pay attention to the little click in the right channel and again in mono. And again in mono. Our next two tracks feature very little difference between the two mixes with the stereo getting a little edge on the clarity but the mono obviously getting a far more cohesive sound out of the mixing decisions. We'll start with track two, You Must Believe Me, and we'll start with the mono and move into the stereo. You must believe me, no matter what the people might say. Into stereo. You must believe me, darling, it just didn't happen that way. No, no, it just didn't happen that way. Following up from this, we get the wonderful beat group number and first original on the album, Put Yourself In My Place. I absolutely love this tune. It's full of stereotypical beat group tropes and is very by numbers, but offers a lot to enjoy, especially in the extended instrumental bridge. So if you enjoy what you hear here, definitely go and give the entire song a listen if you don't know it already. But like I said, the stereo only really differs in the clarity department. So let's start with the mono and move into the stereo. Once again, with our next track, Down the Line, we get a very close sounding mix, maybe even being closer than the ones we've already discussed. Let's start with the mono and again move into the stereo. Get some real gonna love, gonna try those cool cats while I'm gonna move into stereo. Move on down the line. Wanna get some love, a love that's truly fine. Oh, I'm gonna show you way so hard. I'm gonna a fun little tidbit is that in the stereo because of the separation you can kind of hear Alan's guide vocal panned off to the left in the breaks in the track whereas in the mono these obviously get buried in the mix here's just a little sample of that and for our first fade difference here we get a hair more in mono starting of course with the stereo and crossing to the mono at that key moment mono Track 5 on the album is one that the Hollies were pushed to add in by their producer Ron Richards to give the LP a variety of tunes to appeal to all audiences and that is throwback number if you like, That's My Desire. And we do get some nice differences in the mixing here. The vocal is overall a hair wetter in mono, most notable in the breaks in the track. Let's hear that in stereo first and then again in mono. 
solo the backing vocals are mixed very low in mono and much higher in stereo at a more i guess harmonious level this is particularly noticeable at the very final note of the bridge what i'm going to do is play this for you in mono first and then loop around and play again in stereo where the backing vocals really leap out by comparison Again, in stereo. like down the line at the end where the track goes a cappella, you get what appears to be a room effect for the vocals over in the left hand channel maybe being a guide vocal maybe just being ambience spilling over from the other channel but either way right at the end there's a last strum by tony maybe being a note just to finish things off but in mono this gets completely buried in the mix giving it a more complete a cappella sound while in stereo this obviously kind of accents that final note Let's hear it first in stereo with the strum in that left channel and then again in mono where the strum is almost absent. That's my and again in mono. That's my The closing track on side one and our second original here, Too Many People, a track about overpopulation and historical tragedies, shall we say. It's quite an interesting one for a beat group to write about, actually. Has some dramatic differences in the way this is mixed. The vocal is once again wetter in mono and the Too Many People hook is extra wet and distant in mono. As a result, the stereo is far more dry and upfront and feels more like a folk tune as a result, while the mono feels more produced and edging on folk rock, I suppose. It's kind of towing that line between the two, and it's quite interesting. Let's hear a bit of the verse in mono first and then again in the dry stereo, and we'll let that run into the dry chorus, and then we'll play that chorus again in mono with the additional wetness added. Stereo. About the bad times that people had. That's how we planned it. You can't do now about it too. 
and again in mono. That's how we planned it. You can't do now about it. The harmonica break as well gets a similar treatment with extra wetness building up as it goes along in mono while it stays the same in stereo. Let's hear it first in mono and then again in stereo. And again, in stereo. The very end of the track in mono is a dramatic difference due to the use of a sound effect tape, which for 1965 is quite a step forward for a group. The mono also gets a lot wetter at the end, while the stereo course remains bone dry and completely lacks the sound effect explosion and debris. Let's hear that entire ending in stereo first, and then again in mono. And again, in mono. As we flip over the record, we open up with a cover of a Lordy Miss Claudy, and the stereo has an extremely brief fade up at the start, where the mono cuts straight into that first drum hit. It's really brief, but we like these things here on Mixology, so let's hear it first in mono, and then again with that fade up in stereo. And again, in stereo. In mono, the backing vocals are distant and wet, while in stereo they're up front with the lead vocal. Let's hear that first in stereo, and then again in mono, where they drop back in the mix. And again in mono. Here's a fun difference. In the solo, Alan enters in with the harmonica very early in stereo, then this stops and he comes in at the correct time. 
You can even hear someone, I assume Graham Nash, judging by the way it sounds, but I'm not too sure, shout not yet briefly after this, which remains in both mixes. Alan's early entry is muted in mono, as obviously this is the mix that the care was actually placed in. Let's hear that all first in stereo, and then again in mono, where this has been muted as it should be. And again in mono. Our next track and our third original here, When I Come Home To You, is rather identical. It's almost imperceivable and probably if you folded these down it would sound exactly the same. It's that close. Either way, let's start with the mono and move into the stereo. Into stereo. You couldn't be loved cause you never known the truth about the All the differences in Fortune Teller are ones that run through the track and occur right at the beginning. The first of these is that the percussion track that's panned over to the right has extra echo in mono, but it's bone dry in stereo. On the same level, the first guitar that comes in the right-hand channel enters in stereo and then stops. In mono, this enters when the vocals do, as it then comes back in in the stereo at this point, meaning much like the instrumental solo in Lordy Miss Claudie, this was an early entry, this time by Tony. Let's hear the intro with that dry percussion and early entry in stereo first and then again in mono with the wet percussion and the guitar coming in when it should. Again, in mono. And of course, let's just get a feel for the body of the track. Let's bring the mono back up and move into the stereo. Into stereo. We move on now to the wonderful So Lonely. Now what's interesting about this track is that there's a very heavy echo applied to the guitar and obviously this is in the mixing stage rather than the initial recording stage as this must have been recorded separately into its own track as in stereo this heavy echo is still applied and panned over to the right hand channel. This gives a really weird effect in stereo as you get that delay between the channels from the dry performance playing and the wet performance starting while in mono and I fold down the stereo to check this balances out, it feels more like it's been played in a rather ambient sounding room. 
This obviously means the tracks are mixed very closely, but the effect is very different. And interestingly, during the majority of the bridge, it's accidentally been faded out in stereo, while in mono it remains at its full volume. To really get you the feel of this, let's play a bit of the verse in mono and then move into the stereo and then we'll move over to the solo section where you can feel where this drops out and we'll play it first in stereo there and then again in mono. for the solo as promised starting in stereo And again in mono. second to last track and fifth original as so lonely was one as well this is i've been wrong which is an entertaining little tune and the mixes here are essentially identical though the vocal could be a hair wetter in mono but obviously it's hard to tell due to the very nature of the mixes let's start in mono and move to the stereo just so you can get a feel for the overall difference we move into our closing track, Mickey's Monkey. Here, the mixes are again pretty close, but the backing vocals have an extra echo applied to them, and maybe Alan as well on the lead vocal, in mono of course. In stereo, they remain dry and up front. Let's start with the wetter mono and move into the drier stereo. We completed our look at the third studio album by the Hollies, simply titled Hollies. 
It's been a very interesting look through these 12 tracks with some tracks sounding very close between their mixes and some having some pretty radical differences between the two, making it quite an interesting experience as you're kind of thrown between similarity and difference as you go along, making quite an interesting ride. There were of course a few non-album tracks recorded during this period and non-album A-side Look Through Any Window has some nice differences which I'll be looking at over on Mixology on 45 over on the Patreon this Sunday and obviously if you haven't already signed up you can do so at patreon.com forward slash back to mono and of course all your support is always appreciated. But with that said, I want to say a huge thank you for listening to this episode of Mixology. And remember, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so at backtomonoradio at gmail.com, which you can find down the show notes as well as a link to the Patreon and a link to our Facebook group as well. So join in there. And if you want to hit me up on Instagram as well, you can do so at hypnoticfred. Again, drop down the show notes there. I'm always up for a chat on there. And obviously you can follow what I've been listening to and collecting and always get updates on new mixology and back to mono content as well. But with that said, thank you so, so much for listening. And remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great, great day.